0: Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Hi there, it's Dean Royals from NHS Employers. For those of you that have been listening, this is the latest in my regular podcasts. Now, the government has just issued the mandate to Health Education England. The purpose of the mandate is to lay out the strategic objectives about workforce planning, uh, training and development, as well as health education. And this is also aligns with the mandate that's been given to NHS England and the government's initial response to the Francis report. Now workforce planning is of course hugely important to employers, not just in terms of the numbers that we employ, but also the skills and the competencies that the staff have, as well as the values that they hold. I guess that some people may be surprised that there's no mention of nationally set nursing ratios in the mandate. And I know that many employers also believe that the best place to set ratios for staffing is at local level. But the employers I talk to are very clear. Just because they don't support a nationally set nursing ratio doesn't mean that they're in favor of poor staffing. So let me just repeat that. Just because they're not in favor of a nationally set nursing ratio doesn't mean that they're in favour of poor staffing. In fact, the opposite is true. They know that the right numbers of staff is absolutely essential to good patient care, as is transparency about staffing levels. But they believe that the best place to make the decision is at local level, where local clinicians know and understand the acuity and dependency of patients, use recognised models and tools to determine the safe staffing levels, and then to publish any results. They, like me, don't want a nationally set ratio to get in the way of good multidisciplinary care. So, the right number of nurses, absolutely, but also the right number of physios, occupational therapists, speech therapists, dieticians, etc. These staff too make a fantastic contribution to patient care. So, let's not let a nationally set target set in a cash strapped environment be the enemy of the right team in the right setting. But it's not just about numbers, is it? It's about well-educated staff with the right skills, training and values, working in the right culture to build on and enhance the education and training they've received. Now, the unique values of the NHS have been drawn into stark relief for me recently. I don't know if anyone out there watches The Apprentice, I'm sure lots of you do, but did anyone spot it's on at the same time as the programme Keep Britain Alive about one day in the life of the NHS. It's a fantastic show, but it does bring values into stark relief. In The Apprentice, working life is depicted as a game with the aim of personal reward. In the NHS, working life is about caring for people at their most vulnerable. In The Apprentice, it's all about people presenting themselves as the best. In the NHS, staff seek to give of their best. In the apprentice, people are put in teams but encouraged to stand out as individuals, putting themselves first. In the NHS, disparate personalities and diverse occupations have to work in a team to ensure that patient care is first. In the apprentice, they're looking for one standout leader, but in the NHS, all our staff need to show leadership. In the apprentice, pressures are invented through artificial tasks. In the NHS, the pressures are very real sometimes life and death real so it is vital that we recruit staff onto our university programs and into our organisations with the right values and i look forward to working with health education england and local employers to help ensure just that it's essential that we have alignment between our universities and employers on this and i believe it will be a fundamental change in how we see the link between education and employment well thanks for listening this is an important time for the new system as this mandate is issued to Health Education England and I look forward to working with them and with you. Do be sure to keep up to date by following us at www.nhsemployers.org, and of course I'll be regularly tweeting about this issue so do give me a follow at NHSE underscore on Twitter. Thanks again.